you say, taking the time, can we go over to midnight? <laughs> well, my wife always, she says this, if I pass the time, she doesn't want to get out. <laughs> she says, okay, look, when I say this, it's better just start to go down. And when I say, it's better just say, well, that's the, praise the Lord, the Lord is good. He is great. I don't have a no excuse to say, the Lord saved me. He just is wonderful. You are glad you are saved? Can you say amen? Praise the Lord. That is wonderful. When we just know the Lord just saved our souls, just make us happy. And uh, I praise the Lord for what he has done in my life, what he has done in Cape Verde, and what he has done in so many people's lives. You know, in 2013, when I came to this church, uh, I was told you guys about a, a lady, an uh, 86-year-old lady, Mrs. Maria. I don't know if you remember her, but Mrs. Maria, uh, she's accepted the Lord, was 2012. I'm sorry, 2011. 2012, one year later, she just passed. And she's today is heavy. And the same week, uh, we just was knocking some doors. And we came to another house. And we, I saw a man the, uh, outside. I talked to him about the Lord and invited him to come to the church. On Sunday, he came to the church, but his wife could not come. So he's, uh, the following week, I went to visit him. And I uh, sit down with him. I present the plan of salvation to him and uh, for his wife. And uh, his wife accepted the Lord as her Savior, but uh, she could not come to the church because she had a problem with her legs, circulation problem. She said, Brother Cavallo, my problem is if I sit down, always I have to stand up. If I stand up, I have to sit down because my circulation, my legs. So, last year, Mrs. Margarita, she had a complication of her legs. I had to go to the hospital and they had to amputate her legs. She came back home after the amputation. Two weeks later, she had to go back to the hospital with uh, more problems. And today, she's heavy. You know, sometimes just missionaries go to the field, preach the gospel, and the people uh, accept the Lord as a Savior, and uh, later on, those people go to heaven. That's a things that amaze us. God came to save the souls. This is why Jesus Christ died on the cross, the old rock cross, to save our souls. And sometimes we do not uh, uh, take that for a true, and uh, we don't take that to tell other people about this true. You know, it's about to Please, open uh, your Bible in Luke 24. No, it's about 2,000 years ago. Jesus Christ came and died on the cross Calvary to save a sinner like we are. And after he's dead, he's died, he was buried. After he's buried, 
the third day, what's happening? He's resurrected. After his resurrection, you know how his disciples were so happy. Just they come and want to another and say, you know Jesus Christ? He's alive. You know Jesus Christ is alive. You know, once they say, no, I did not know. He's died. They say, no, he's alive. Come to another one. You know Jesus Christ is alive. They say, oh yeah, I met him today. He's alive. You know, that makes the disciples so excited with that truth. But you know, today, we take that truth as like nothing's happening. We just say, Jesus Christ died. We say, Jesus Christ is alive. Like this. No excitement. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. No more that excitement in our lives because... He's alive. See, if you open your Bible in the book of uh, Luke 24, you're going to read some verses right there. Luke 24 says, Now upon the first day of the uh, week, very early in the morning, they came unto the uh, sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared and a certain order with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And they entered in, and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed uh, thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garment, and as they were afraid, and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, why seek ye the live among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how he spake unto you where he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered unto the hands of sinful men, and be crucified, and the third day rise again. Let's pray. O Heavenly Father, we thank the Lord for... That day you just came to this world. You born the Lord as a child. You lived the Lord as a man. You died the Lord on the cross Calvary to wash my sins away. Oh Lord God, in the same you just was buried. The third day you just raised from the dead. I praise you, Lord, because we know you are alive. You are not dead. And I praise you for this church. They know this true house. We ask, Lord, to speak to our heart. Don't allow me, Lord, to speak for myself, but speak through me. In Jesus' name, amen. The text we read speak about the resurrection of Christ. When? On the first day of the week, it is Sunday. It is what to celebrate the day of the Lord, Sunday, the day of rest. The woman went to the tomb and saw the stone removed, and this left them perplexed by the event. Verse 4. 
more perplexed they were with the presence of the angels. Verse 5. But with joy. Matthew 28. Look at the word of the angel in the verse 5 that says, Why seek ye the live among the dead? Why seek ye the live among the dead? You know, brothers and sisters, we have many people today, they are looking for Jesus Christ among the dead. You know, many people today just walk in the places and look to Jesus as dead. They carry him dead in the neck. They go to the place, they pray for him on the cross, dead. And they do not follow him because he's dead. This is true. They just follow one dead Jesus. But he's not a dead. The Bible says he is alive. Why seek ye the dead or the living. What one? The living among the dead. He is not a dead, he is alive. Jesus Christ is alive. The problem is many times today we just don't want to follow that Jesus alive. We want to follow a dead Jesus. Ah, oh, he's dead. Why? Jesus Christ died. He's died, but. No, brother, and sister, we have to remember he is alive. He is alive. He is alive. Many people just look for Jesus as their dead, but we have to remember he is alive. Today I want to talk to you about missions existing because he's alive. Missions Exist because Jesus Christ is alive. Let's see three reasons why he is alive. First of all, in verse 3 it says that this, the, uh, uh, he lives because he's not at the time. It says right there, and they entered in and found not the body of the Lord. He's not on the time. When they came, they do not find Jesus Christ right there. He's alive. He just left that place, and uh, we know he is alive. This is the great victory. We believe in a living God. He is alive. He is not dead. You know, Muhammad died. Buddha died. Confucius died. Joseph Smith died. In the end, all those men, they go going to raise again and give account to God. Revelations uh, 20, 12. One day, they're going to stand before God to give account to God. But Jesus is alive. He's alive. Jesus is alive. We have to remember, Jesus is alive. Look at the angel's words. Why seek ye the living among the dead? The four gospels speak of Christ, victory over death. And uh, many disciples have uh, seen him. Uh, Stephen, in Acts 7, 55. Keep your finger right there. Let's go to Acts 7. Acts 7. Verse 55. The Bible says this. 
But he being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly in the heaven, and saw the glory of God, and Jesus stand on the right hand of God. Verse 56, And I said, Behold, I see the heavens open, and the self may stand on the right hand of God. You know who is that? Stephen. He just, he saw the great king of the whole universe. One day, Stephen was ready to come home. Jesus Christ just stand up and say, Come home, my son. Come home, my son. I'm waiting for you. Come home. Come home. Let me ask you. If you go to the White House, and the president comes to the door to receive you, you feel that honored? Oh, yeah. You're going to say, everybody, Oh, man, the president came to Receive me. But you know who's this? The king of kings. The lord of lords. He just went and he saw, just Steve was come home, just he stand up and say, open his arms, say, come home, my son. Welcome home. You know, that's the best thing we have to think about our lives. The day we come home, Jesus Christ come to receive us. Give your hand, take you, come to the Father, and the Father just clean your tears. You have imagined that? When you come home, just be welcome. Who knew was Stevie? Was not one of those twelve? Was not one of those uh, 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 prophets? He was a simple man like you and me. But just because he gave himself to the Lord. And when he was ready to come home, Jesus just opened his arms. Come home, son. Come home. You know, sir, when we look at this, uh, Jesus Christ, John, in John three seventeen, say, God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but this that the world through him be saved. That's what Jesus Christ came to do. He not came to condemn anybody, but they came, he came to save a people like you and me. This is why missions. This is why Jesus Christ is alive. This is the reason missions. This is why the missionary had to go to the field and tell the truth there to all people. Today knows he came to die on the cross to give them life. This is the truth. You know, Jesus Christ is the first missionary ever sent. The first one. If you see that passage says right there, he was sent from heaven to this sinful world to bring salvation. That was the missionary does. The missionary had to go and tell the word of Jesus Christ to save the people. Christ beloved, uh, beloved just came to save his souls. For man to receive eternal life, he just has to do two simple things. 
First of all, repent of his sins. And the second, accept Christ as his personal Savior. You have done this in your life. Also, you see, Jesus Christ instructed his disciples to go and preach repentance. Take a look quickly at Luke 24, verse 47. The same passage right there, verse 7, uh, 40, uh, 47, says this, verse 47, And that the repentance and the remission of sins should be preached in the, his name above, among all, what? Capability? I think it's saying right there, keep voting, eh? All nations, all nations, it start in here. Start here. You know, I saw right there in the front, they list for visitation. I wish I could be here that day to go with visitation with you guys. But how many people just want to Write down the name to go on visitation. We have to start right here now and tell all over the places that Jesus Christ is alive. He's alive? Yes or no? He's alive. Jesus is alive. That's to make us believe this true. Jesus Christ, he's alive. Second, he lives because he has conquered death. Uh, verse 5 and 6, uh, that's read this way, see? And as they were afraid and bowed down their face to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the live among the dead? He's not here, but he's risen. Remember how he spake unto you where he was yet in Galilee. He's alive. Jesus Christ, he's conquered death. He's not on the tomb. Uh, in 1 Corinthians 15, uh, 54, take a look quickly right there. I know you know that passage, but let's read 1 Corinthians 15, verse 54. The Bible says this, So when this corruptible shall have a put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have a put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that, Thanks be to God, which give us victory, which give us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We are victorious. You can say, yeah, I am victorious. I am. I am not the loser. Those people do not believe the loser. I am. I have a victory. Many times we don't say this. We are afraid to say this. Many people are afraid to say this. That's to have a victory in Christ. Grave could not handle his body. Death could not handle him. Praise be to God. Jesus conquered death 
and I give as a victory. We are more than winner because he lives. Because he lives. Because he lives, as we live. Hallelujah. We have a life. We are not dead. You know, uh, the Bible in Job 14, 14 says this. Die then, shall men live again? That's a question. Negative. This is a question, but Christ overcome death, and he lives that we may live. Let's look at the promise that Jesus Christ gave to us in John 14, 19, and 20. Let's go see what he said, John 14. Nineteen and twenty. See, nineteen says this: "Ye a little while, and uh, he, uh, the world, see me not, no more. But ye see me, because I live; ye shall live." Verse nineteen and verse twenty says this: "At that day." Ye shall know that I can, I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I am in you. That answers the question for Job. Yes. Job said, the man that I can live, Jesus Christ said, yes. He lives because I live and I give him life. Hallelujah. Who have a life in Christ. Hallelujah. Who have a life in Christ. And that guarantees us eternal life. Third, he lives so that men will come to know that he is God. Verse 7 uh, says this, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of a sinful man and be crucified, and the third day he rise again. So, after Christ's death, he started persecuting the Christian, but on the roads of Damascus, he had a great experience. He met with Christ. And he started to know him better. From that day, Saul's name was changed from Saul to Paul. And he became the great missionary we have heard. Paul, because he met Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ became his God. From that day, everything changed his life because he saw Jesus alive. Jesus changed his life. Jesus made his life completely different. And he can make my life, he can make your life too. So you know that? And the most important thing is this. Salvation is out, is God giving us forever. In John 10, 40, uh, 28. Let's take a look right there quickly. John 10. Verse 28, the Bible says this, 
and I give unto them eternal life, and that they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. You see, Jesus Christ says, the moment that we receive Jesus Christ as a Savior, you are in His hands, security. Nothing can open His hand. Nothing I cannot do. Any man in this world cannot do, even though the devil cannot do. But it's amazed me, this verse says we are in Jesus Christ's hand. But if you go to the next verse, see the next verse says this, My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and that no man is able to do what? You can see right there, only, no, only you are in the hands of Jesus Christ, but God's hand also is right there. Let me ask, who can take you from that place? Nobody. Nobody can take us the hand of God. Nobody can. That's me. Do I secure it forever in Jesus Christ's hand? The devil, he has a power, but he cannot open Jesus Christ's hand, even though the Father's hand. He cannot. So Jesus Christ came to this world to die on the cross of Calvary and that give us eternal life. And we are guaranteed his hand. Christ, my friend, was delivered in the hands of men to be buried. The only way to prove to men that he is God was men has to have the experience to bury him and see he rise again. Let's take a look quickly at Matthew. Matthew 27. Matthew 27. Let's read verse uh, 62. Verse 62 says this. Now, the next day that follows the day of the preparation, the chief priests uh, and the Pharisees came together unto Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember that the receiver, deceiver said while he was alive, after three days, I will rise again. Command therefore that the sepulchre be made sure unto the third day. Lest his disciples come by night and they steal him away and they say unto the people, He is risen from the dead. So the last arrow shall be worse than the first. Pilate, uh, Pilate, says unto them, Ye have a watch, go your way, make it sure as you can. So they went, you can see right there, they was concerned about. They was concerned about. The truth of Jesus Christ told them. See verse 66 says this, So they went and made uh, the sepulchre sure, sealing the stone and uh, Set in the watch. See what he, they did? They make sure everything was secured. Say, we want to make sure he don't get out of this place. They sealed the, the door, put the stone right there, sealed the door, 
and I set up gardens. I believe we have the best one they had. I say, okay, you guys stay here. Make sure he now don't get out of this place. If somebody else comes next to you, kill. Oh, take care. Kill. Don't let him get out there. Don't let nobody come and take his body. And uh, let's keep reading. 28. In the end of verse 1. In the end of Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the older Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like a lightning, and his raiment white as snow. Now look verse 4. And, the, and the for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became a dead man. Those guards, when they saw the angels come, they said, what's going on? What's going on here? What's going on here? What's going on here? They was afraid. They was afraid. They could not do anything. The angel opened the door. Jesus Christ came out. And they saw. They saw. Jesus alive. They saw Jesus Christ alive. Jesus Christ came out. Let's keep it there. Let's go to verse 11. Now, when they were going, behold, some of the watch came into the city, and the was unto the chief priest all the things that were done. Uh-oh. They say, okay. Let's go and tell the truth. Let's go and tell those guys the truth. What's happening? Jesus, get out. He's alive. When they came, they told him they had the truth. Verse uh, 12 says this, And when they were assembled with the elders, and had a take counsel, they gave large money unto the soldier. They brought them. Okay. You guys saw the truth. But let's do this. Take the money. Tell everybody. That's the next verses. Tell everybody they came at night and stole the body. They came at night and stole the body. Tell this. If, the next verse says, if this comes to the ear of the governor, we take care of the situation. You know, brothers and sisters, the devil just today is bribing us too. Yes, he does. He's coming to you saying, listen, don't tell about Jesus. I'm going to give you this. And sometimes just we'll be quiet because we do not want to tell about Jesus Christ is alive. We don't want to tell about it. And thus, in First Peter says right there, he is uh, like a lion around us 24 hours, 
looking out to devil us. You know what he is does say? Don't get out. Don't tell anything. He just say something about Jesus. Oh, I'm going to get you. Be quiet. Don't say anything. I'm going to get you. Let me ask. This don't make you afraid? Don't make you afraid? When you go on visitation, knocking doors, you are not afraid? When you go to give a trust to someone, you are not afraid? That's the devil. He don't want you to tell that Jesus Christ is alive. He don't want to tell that Jesus Christ is alive. But you have to remember, he's alive. He's alive. Jesus is alive. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be afraid. We can tell the whole world, he's alive. He's alive. Because Jesus is guaranteed safety for us. He's guaranteed. Don't be afraid. You know, I used to do an uh, example for the kids. But that's work for you too. See my three fingers? This is me. This is the devil. And this is God. Okay? The moment where, when I am on this world, I do not have a Jesus Christ as my Savior, the devil have a full control of my life. See right there? Where's God? Out of my life. He's out of my life. He is out completely. Just the devil had the control. This is what the Bible says. But the moment you just cry out, Oh, Jesus, save me, Lord. Save me. You know, Jesus, come. Take the devil upon you. Put him under you. And cover you. With his grace. Where the devil is? Under. He's under. I ask you, we are free from him? No, he still attack us. But who's have the control? Jesus Christ. He still have the control. This is why you are victorious. Just remember... This life, Jesus Christ came to save our souls. We don't have to be afraid and tell other people about Jesus Christ. We don't have to go and be afraid to say that he saved your souls. Don't be afraid. Just tell everybody, your work, your family, at school. Just tell everybody. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. He saved my soul. He can save your soul. When you bring this truth for the people, they know Jesus Christ is alive. Because he can see your life. Let me ask. You are willing to go and tell the people that Jesus is alive? Or are you going to be afraid and say, nope? I mean, God be quiet. That's what the devil wants us to do. But we have to remember, Jesus is alive. He saved my soul. 
you save your soul. Praise the Lord for him. Praise the Lord for what he's ever done in my, in my life. And I praise the Lord for this church. Just so remember, brothers and sisters, we have a one true God. He just came to this world to save our souls. And now, you want other people to be saved too. Don't be afraid to tell. Don't be afraid. Maybe you'll never receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. Today can be the day. Maybe you say, as a brother Cavallo, I never told about Jesus Christ. Just remember, he's give you strength for that. You are not alone. Jesus is with us. Jesus is with you. Pastor, please come and pray for us.